this week, three sides of the coin, I think we might have proven that there's no such thing as magic. This is Three Sides of the Coin, talking all things KISS. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Three Sides of the Coin. There's two coin sides here right now. A little later, there'll be three, and then it goes back to two again. So, you know, we, we just fly by the seat of our pants. Um, I'm Michael Branvold, and I'm joined by Mark Cicchini. And uh, w- since Ed isn't here, I'm not going to read any comments, but I just want to add our new episode, What About Bob Kulik? Um, thank you. So much love. So many people. Wow are just like, you know, great discussion, honest discussion, valid points. Um, you know, thank you for everybody who's sharing that and leaving comments. You know, I will just sort of add what I ended with in that episode. It's it's terrible to see this happening. And, you know, I hope Bob can get help if he needs help. I hope Bruce and Bob can have get this resolved. It's, Amen. you know, it's, 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 it's sad to see. Unfortunately, it is still continuing as of this day that we're recording this. Stuff is still happening. Um, but thank you for all the love and support. And, um, Mark, I think you should at least give a shout-out and a quick discussion about meeting up with Ralph. He was so offended on YouTube that, that you did all of this talk about Miami and the Kiss Cruise, and you didn't talk about hanging out with Ralph Dr. Fuck. I did. I mentioned it, didn't I? I think you just mentioned it real quick in passing. You know, his his ego is huge. He wants to he wants to be stroked. Well, you know that the sad part was is he said I gained a little bit of weight. He was upset that I had hair. He wanted me to shave it all off and trim my beard, put on some glasses and a baseball hat. He wanted you. He wanted but, me so he could yeah, put my head in his like, freezer. <laughs> Look, you know what? All kidding aside, Ralph was a was a fun hang, as they say, and I could certainly uh, next time in, I'm in Miami, I'm 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 sure we'll do more than what we did. We actually tried getting um, together because I was in Miami twice. I was uh, in Miami before the cruise and after the cruise. I stayed, and when we I didn't get a chance to see Ralph until the last night I was there. Uh, we were leaving early out, so. Um, kudos to him. You know, he worked around my schedule. Um, we just sat in the hotel, in the hotel bar and I bought him a couple beers. We ate peanuts, talked metal and had some good laughs. I mean, he's a great guy. Um, a good friend of the show. And, uh, just uh, again, you know what, much like I said about Steven Adler last week, it's the same thing with Ralph. What a, just a great, great guy to talk to down to earth, just a, a, you know, a hard rock and metal fan. And uh, put it this way, if I lived in Miami, we'd probably hang out a lot. We would like a lot of the same bands. Yeah. Like, you know, the same sense of stupid humor. Um, you know, that was the first time I'd met him, and I'm, I'm looking forward. Because I, I go, down to, go down to Miami a few times a year. I, I love it down there. Um, so I'm hoping to uh, add uh, Ralph to my friend, uh, friend must-see friends when I'm down in the Miami South Beach area. So it was great. Ralph, thanks for spending your evening uh, with Liz and I for a little bit. Uh, Liz ended up uh, going to bed, uh, and Ralph and I just stayed yapping metal for uh, you know another half hour or so after she left. But yeah, the the beers were flowing, the peanuts were uh, being popped back, and uh, the metal talk was flowing. So uh, nice. Ralph, stars, 
Great stuff, man. Good, good, good to hear. All right, so this week um, we're kind of uh, continuing on the let's open a can of worms that we started last week. This is another episode of our opinions, but this time we go back where it all started four and a half years ago, June 9th, 2015, when we did an episode with Ross Radley about his book Magic and then pulled it. What happened to cause that? And then we talk about all sorts of questions we've got about the Magic book. We're joined by Tom Shannon so he can add his expert witness testimony as a publisher, book publisher. Um, it's just a lot of questions. What's going on with this book? What what do we need? What do we want to hear? What do we need to know? Is it going to happen? Do we think it's even going to happen? Um, it's a good two-hour discussion about magic and the four and a half years it's taken for this book to not get finished yet. So let it roll. We're joined by Tommy for a little bit. And of course, Tom Shannon joins us for this whole discussion. Want to get your official three sides of the coin logo and shocker tee? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com. everybody so i want to welcome this week's guest tom shannon um thank you for joining us again tom this is i don't know like third time maybe yeah maybe third or fourth i'm not third sure Here, our cat better be getting nervous right about now um and and first of all you didn't have to get dressed up for us a suit coat oh my god uh yeah you know just just you, you don't want to see what i walk around in every day so well, Tommy we, we've seen we've Wait, seen who? mark in a blue speedo so. <laughs> <laughs> um all right so last week we opened up a can of worms with not a grammy bob and Ouch. uh oh, somewhere he's going is it bleeding, is it bleeding? <laughs> oh, that had to have hurt and this week you know what we're gonna stick with that trend and this is like old school three sides we're doing here we Scorch, haven't we, we haven't done this we're we're really going <laughs> back and like I, laying our opinions out there is what it is just laying it out there so Let's... Yeah, hold on. Picture Michael walking and seeing a wasp's nest and then looking over and seeing a very long stick. <laughs> oh, hmm, what shall I do? What should I do with that? <laughs> so let's let's start this with back on June 9th, 2015, mm. over four years ago, we posted a show and Pull down a show. It was episode 130, the new Kiss book, Magic Kiss Chronicles 1973 to 1983, 
we speak with Ross Radley. How many years ago? Over four. four. Over four, four yeah. years ago. And, and 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 just to be clear, he was all, he wasn't talking about this at least in that I was aware of for a year before this, but he was talking about it a little bit before we had him on because mm -hmm. that's sort of what got us excited about this was like this sounds like a very cool book we've got to talk about this um i guys so and 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 tom you're joining us to lend expert witness advice as a book publisher let's let's right. let's let's label it that way he's our expert right. witness <laughs> um so I think, guys, the first thing we got to address, because I still occasionally get questions about it, why did we pull down that episode four years ago? What was the reason we, we felt we had to pull down Ross's episode? Well, I, I can say pretty succinctly, there's uh, a couple things. Number one, when we started talking to Ross, and, and before we go any farther, I like the guy. He's a nice guy. I, I put it this way. I don't know him super well. He's Facebook friends. But I'm not here to trash talk the guy. I'm just here to spout facts. So the fact was, when back in, back in whenever it was, June of 2015, we started IMing each other during the episode going, the gentleman here talking doesn't sound like he has a book even started or anything close to even having a book. And he's talking about raising money to put out a book within the year, if I remember. Yeah, I, I think, and, and, and Tom, feel free to jump in at any time, but I think back in 2015, he had indicated he was hoping to have it out by December of 2015. Correct. So I, and this is just very important, and I'll let you guys really take the bulk of the show. So we're talking amongst the three of us, Michael, Tommy, and I going, wow, I don't feel comfortable telling our fan base to send money to not just this guy, anybody whose product is not ready or even close to being ready to purchase. So we made the decision, the three of us, to take that down after we recorded it. And that's really where all this started. We, we just said to you guys, you know, don't send your money in because um, we don't think it's going to be out by the end of the year. Correct? Correct yeah, me from yeah that, 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 that was that. Mark's pretty much spot on. I, I specifically remember us having um, conversations during the interview, and I'm thinking, he doesn't have a business plan. There's no business plan here. He didn't understand the finances of, of putting the book together. He, he, he wasn't ready. And, and listen, I haven't produced a book. Tom, you have. Mm -hmm. um, but it felt like to me when we were talking to him in June and the condition this book was in, the business plans he'd put together didn't make me confident that anything was going to happen by December. Well, yeah. he hadn't, he hadn't written anything at that point. And when we had him on, we were sold the idea from someone else that this is ready to go and he's in the middle of it and making forward progress, blah, 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 blah. And so for me, when he comes on and starts talking about that, I was just like, okay, this is not good. We're not, 
we can't support this because <clears throat> if you guys are putting your trust in us by tuning in every week to listen to what we have to say, the one promise I'll always make you is we're going to tell you the truth. We're going to be and, honest about what we think. Yes. Yeah. And, and I can't in good conscience feel that I'm responsible for anybody spending any of their hard-earned money on anything that's not ready to go or, or a real deal at this point. And I just, the more he spoke, the more uncomfortable I became from my perspective. And I'm like, I don't want anybody sending anyone money on my advice. And and yes. and, and to be clear, we had no issues and, and still have no issues for the concept of the book. The whole idea of the book sounds phenomenal. It sounds incredible. Right. No, and this, this was purely... From from a business standpoint of I just didn't see a book getting produced, um, you know, in the next six months, getting it written, uh, licenses obtained. Because I think we had we had discovered during the conversation he hadn't talked to the photographers yet and acquired the license, which well, I, just... I, I know that 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 alone could be months of back and forth yeah. depend not not with everybody but there when you've got such a large group you want to talk to somebody inevitably is going to be taking their time and holding things up while everything else is ready and and it again the idea was awesome <laughs> and and we we've always said um we'll buy the book when it's done and and shipping yeah we 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 yeah. we're, we all love the whole concept of this it was purely the lack of business behind the book that drove us to pull the episode down. So, I mean, the, that that that's where this whole thing started. That's why that this happened. Anybody who's reading anything else is just making shit up because that's the simple truth. We just didn't think from uh, I don't know three sides' own integrity that, as Tommy said, we couldn't. We couldn't mm -hmm. endorse something and tell our listeners to go, go donate through a crowdfunding campaign, money to finance this book when it just wasn't anywhere near ready to go. Well, and you know the crazy thing is, you guys caught a lot of flack for that. Oh, and, we still and people, do. We still yeah, do. People, as crazy as is. Well, and and for me, for me, there's multiple layers to this for me. And first of all, let me. I'll, I'll do just like Mark did. Okay, so. Yeah, I have actually spoken to Ross one time. We 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 met down in Atlanta at the convention, but yeah, we are, we are not friends. Um, he uh, he has got a pretty abrasive writing style, and uh, got a little bit of that myself. You can see evidence of that uh, just just in his posts about Lynn Christopher, and I'll I'll just leave that at that. So anyway, before that time. Um, you know, as you, as you mentioned, I've, I, you know, I've, I've run the full gamut on doing books. I mean, I've, you know, my, my first books came out probably 20 years ago, sold them on a royalty type of a type of a contract, you know, went through all that and went through that process. Uh, the next one sold it outright to the publisher, really wanted to publish it myself, but just didn't have the funds to be able to do it. And this is one of the reasons, again, why, you know, I'm just not happy at all with this situation with Ross and what he's put people through because he's damaged a good business model. Yes, okay? he, he, um, he, he really has. I mean, I, and, yes. and I, I, I won't I won't get into 
the details of of Big John Hart's book because I other than saying guys it's still happening but understand the company he used literally filed bankruptcy and owes seven yeah. million Pledge Music owes seven million dollars to artists and fans and has I think I saw twenty thousand dollars in assets so nobody's getting any money back from Pledge Music yeah. so yeah um, I I think crowdfunding is a great model. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with an author wanting to self-publish a book, but what you were leading to here, Tom, was, yeah, it's, it's, it's putting a, a bad taste in the fan's mouth, the customers, right? because right. they don't know what's going to happen. Are they going to get burned? You're no longer going to be able to get the money up front to run this, so now you've got to figure out how to finance something on your own yeah. until the sales come in. Yeah, and the that's that's really unfortunate for uh, people that are just getting started with it. I mean, it really is. Um, you know, uh, my my company, the Rockologist. I mean, we we started in 2017 and started with the concept of taking um, you know advance payments on it. Uh, of course, everything was a little bit tighter, and we had had everything ready to go, but. Um, anyway, that's just one of those things. I don't have a problem with it. I mean, you know, my, my projects still sell despite the fact that everybody's been going through this for four years. So my, my attention was brought to Rossi and I heard around on Facebook and stuff about this, this idea for his book, fantastic idea, just fantastic. Uh, you know, and Ross is very well known, very, very well respected authority on, on kiss photographs. Um, you know, if he says something is from this day at this time, I, I mean, I, I would just believe him, you know? Uh, so I watched with some interest as, as you know, he, he was over at a kiss fact and, uh, uh, people were just eating him up right before he started this Kickstarter. So, yeah, so he did that Kickstarter June 2nd of 2015, like Mike said, um, the goal was to raise, uh, $100,000. And uh, ended up raising about half of it, which, you know, I got in touch with him afterwards. And, and I told him, as friendly as I could, as friend, I mean, it was a very friendly conversation, trying to just give him some perspective. And, uh, you know, I told him, I said, you know, you, you can't expect for anybody, whether it's a publisher or a bunch of people, to back your book if you haven't written your book already. You know, got to have I mean, something to show. You got to, you know, you, you have to be finished. You, finished. You, you know, like in in the little bit I've been dealing with publishers, you know, if you even want to pitch a publisher, the first thing they're going to say is, "Send me the table of contents in one chapter." Mm -hmm. You know, so you've got to at least have that material ready to go. Yeah, I and, believe I believe that a publisher would ask me for that. I, I don't think they're going to ask you or ask Ross Radley for that. They want the whole thing. That's right, because I've had books. I've had books. They're right. out there. Uh, my first book that I did, I turned the entire thing and went to the publisher when I when I sold it to them. I mean, it was I was finished with it. And see, here's the thing about writing and even the layout on a book. Costs you zero. It costs you zero. Just your time. That's all it is. Uh, I probably ended up with three or four hundred dollars uh, invested in software for for the the three set of the Kiss My Wax books. Uh, so yeah, there was that. But but the actual writing the book, the actual 
laying everything out cost you zero unless you, unless you're paying a professional to do it. So that was one of the things I told him. I said, you know, you really need to have most of the book finished before you try to take it somewhere. I said, the other thing you might want to think about if you're still thinking about, about, uh, you know, self, uh, self funding this, and this ended up being somewhat wrong, but I, I think in other ways it's not wrong. I told him, I said, you know, you might want to try to sell this to a publisher because if, if, if it's worth, if it's, if it's got any future at all, a publisher would want it. And maybe you might want to question why a publisher wouldn't want to buy it, you know, and all that fell on deaf ears because, um, which is fine, which is fine. But I got to tell you, I was even shocked when he came back out. Uh, and made the announcement that he was going to self-fund this thing, what we're talking about, three years later, and had written not a page. Not a page in three years. Hadn't laid out, hey, I want, you know, four photos on this page and, you know, get get about 30 different uh, templates to work off of. None of that. He had done nothing. And that's why I didn't put any money into it. I mean, when I saw that, that he couldn't be bothered to try to work on the book before he tried to sell it three years later, you're not getting my money. You're not getting my money at that point. Honestly, I didn't think he would raise all that money. Um, And uh, that's it's it's kind of an unfortunate thing, I think, that he did. I mean, we're talking about including including shipping expenses. We know he's over two hundred thousand dollars. We know he is. And that's not that's not knowing how many of the standards he sold. So you know, to me, wait, wait, Tom, can I stop you? Yeah. How the, how is it that you know about the two hundred grand? Well, it's one hundred fifty thousand for 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 that was for the thousand um, uh, of the deluxe I book. I guess I haven't paid much attention to the details of of the costs, but I'm, what I'm saying is, how do you know how many that he sold? No, he he announced it. He kept he kept yeah, running. I didn't you know. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he kept, he kept kept a running total, told everybody every day how much he had made or how much he had taken in. So, And then came back and did another, well, ended up only being 83 more of the of the deluxes after the fact. So, no, he's, he's sitting on a, a large amount of money. Um, and, and, and for me, that's part of what really makes, takes us to a different level. This isn't somebody who is promised to write a book, writing a book, hasn't delivered it yet, but also hasn't collected any money. This is somebody who's collected six figures worth of money, six figures, sales, hard sales. Because, you know, just be clear, after the Kickstarter didn't succeed, he didn't actually crowdfund it the next time. He just pre-sold the book on PayPal. That's not crowdfunding. You bought a product just like you buy anything on PayPal. You gave them money for a product. The product just wasn't even, as you said, written yet. And, And to raise six figures worth of money makes this pretty big, a pretty big deal, at least for me. I mean that that's that's a lot of money, not just a lot of money in the Kiss book publisher world. That's a lot of money in any world to raise that much money and not have yeah. a product. And and 
you know, you you'd mentioned that, you know, the the people over on the cesspool, because that's that's what we refer to him as. <laughs> um, we, you know, we're loving this guy and everything he was doing, and still, to to some extent, there's still a a, a strong crowd over there that are just like eating up anything that he says, and and in my feeling, blindly supporting it. It's just like, stop! You got to look at this from a pure business standpoint. Yeah. You know, take any product. If you would have bought any product, not a not this book, four years ago, three years ago, and it's still not here, and you had to out lay out hundred and fifty bucks for it, wouldn't you be mad? Wouldn't you be going back to that manufacturer and saying, "What the hell is going on with my money?" People yeah. get pissed when it doesn't show up in twenty four hours from Amazon. Now, Tom, Tom, you know somebody that requested, and actually, Michael, you and uh, Tom and Michael, you guys can get into this aspect of it because I'm clueless on it. Hmm. Wasn't there something posted somewhere, either on his site or some site that you both read, that said that somebody was trying to get a refund? I, I've got it right were, in yeah. front of me. I'll read. I'll read yeah. it here. Yeah. So, yeah. Can you yeah. also, Mike? Can you give the backstory for the people? who may may be hearing this for the first time. So this happened, I don't have the exact date in front of me. Maybe um, I saw this back a month or so ago. So um, on on the Magic Kiss Chronicles Facebook page, Ross posts updates and photos and stuff like that. And um, one of the customers who had, pre-ordered the book um asked about getting a refund because and 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 originally to ross's credit his attitude was like listen i will refund anybody's money anytime Mm. that you know a very loose refund policy that was great at least okay put 150 bucks in but if three years down the road i feel like i need that money back you'll give me the money back well, when this person asked, can I get a refund, this is what Ross replied. Um, yes, PayPal will not allow me to refund any orders over 180 days old. It is their policy, and I have spoken to them several times about it, but they won't budge. I have paid for some refunds out of my own pocket, but some will have to wait until I have the funds before I can send them the refund. I'm not being deceptive, and I promise to refund all who request, but it will take a few weeks. And I've used PayPal. I haven't sold products through PayPal, but I use it a lot. I especially use it for my company's invoicing and stuff like that. Um, So I'm like, that doesn't seem right right to me and sure enough i went and logged into paypal and let me just this is from paypal's own help site refunds after 180 days of payment you can also make a full or partial refund after 180 days following the date of the original payment You can use the send money feature of your account to refund somebody more than 180 days after the original payment date. 
So basically, what 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 they're saying is, and the way PayPal works, and Tom, you've done more orders through PayPal, but you know when somebody sends you pay, uh, order something, if right away you wanted to do a refund, they put a little button right in there that basically mm -hmm. you can click that will just immediately start a refund process fast and simple. After 180 days, which I believe is PayPal's protection period. So after 180 days, PayPal, it's like, okay, we, we no longer offer buyer protection after that long. If you need to, to refund somebody's money, and I do this all the time when I pay mm -hmm. contractors, you just go up and click send money, yep. type the person's email address in, put the dollar amount, Choose the source of the funds, meaning are you pulling it out of a pay, the PayPal balance? Are you pulling it out of a bank account? Um, is it coming off of a credit card? And click send. Done. Yeah. Money's yeah. back. Money is back to that person. The order's refund. You just have to manually cancel the order. Not a big deal. So that that struck me as very odd as to like, wait a second. You can't refund it. And you're saying... You don't have the funds, but we know there's six figures worth of funds that were raised. Mm -hmm. Why can't you access and use those funds that were raised? Because I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe in one of his comments over on the cesspool, um, he said he left all of the money in PayPal. Mm -hmm. um, and for those of you who don't use PayPal... You, you connect PayPal to a bank account, a checking account, whatever you want. And when funds come in, you can transfer the money from PayPal into your bank. 24 hours is all it takes to transfer it. And, doesn't and, even take that long. Yeah, it doesn't even take that long. <laughs> um, and I, I do that all the time. So when an invoice is paid, I get the money out of PayPal. I don't want PayPal sitting on my money. Right. I'm assuming they're earning some sort of interest off of my money. I'm not collecting. Get it out of that account. And I want it. You know, I could spend it just as easily out of PayPal. I always leave a small balance for covering stuff. But big, you know, big figures, get it out of PayPal, get it into my account. I want it under my control. So to, to, to not transfer that large of an amount out of PayPal was a little like, why would you do that? Why would you leave that much money in PayPal? Mm -hmm. And then why are you telling people you don't have the funds and that you have to use your own personal money? Which leads me to ask the question, is PayPal made those funds unavailable to him to use? That the, you know, the, the six figures that he's raised, are they not available? If he can't use them to refund money, to send money, can he use them to license a photo, to pay a printer? I mean, it sounds like the money is frozen somehow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, all I can speak to is my experience with PayPal. And uh, I will say that PayPal has reached out to me one time, and that was uh, oh, just right after I transferred most of the first days of my book sales out of PayPal into my bank. And so they called me just, just wanted to touch base and all that, you know, 
And, uh, but you can understand why they do that. You know, you don't know what, what somebody's moving through there. So, well, you know, pay, they have pay, to. Pay, PayPal is like a regular bank in that yeah. sense that even yeah. a, even a regular bank, if you went into your regular bank and, and withdrew $10,000 in cash, they're going to ask you who you are and what you're doing with that money. I mean, it's yeah. just, you know, it's, it's security, it's control. They want to know where the Absolutely. funds are going. Um, and, and. And PayPal is just like a business in the sense that if you pull in that much money, I think I think their policy is um, they'll they'll issue a 1099 for monies you've received, mm -hmm. you know. And and for those who are not contractors, um, which which I am for like all of the clients I work with, I get 1099s all the time. That's that's the contract the, the the client filing with the government saying I I I spent or I paid um, Michael Branville five thousand dollars this year, and that's mm -hmm. and I'll get a ten ninety nine and it's my job to then report that five thousand dollars to the government because there were no taxes withheld out of that. Um, PayPal. Um, will issue a 1099 if $20,000 in gross payments are received in a single calendar year. So you, you pull in $20,000 in one year on PayPal, they're going to issue a 1099 to make mm -hmm. sure you, you're, le you're playing legit here, mm -hmm. that you're not running a cash business laundering money through PayPal. It's going to get reported to the government. It's up to you. It's now between you and the government. PayPal's done their job to to mm -hmm. alert the government that you got a big chunk of money, and you sh you should do something with it. Um, no. Well, I guess my point on that though was so that's my one and only ever conversation with PayPal. And didn't you just say he said he reached out to them and spoke to them multiple yeah. times? Yeah. Why? Why? What's going on there? What's going on there? Because I move money in and out of my accounts all the time. I send and, I send and, money all the time. And 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 if your question is why can't I refund after 180 days, PayPal's simple answer is here's the link to the help page to tell you how to do that. It's right yeah, there. Yeah, do, do, doesn't mean you can't pull it out of your pocket and pay it though. <laughs> right. Well, that 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 that's exactly it. And and it sounds like that's what Ross was saying is that in order to do the refunds at older than 180 days, he was having to pay it out of his own personal funds, which, uh, listen, at this stage, I don't care. That's not my problem. If I'm a customer, that's not my problem. I, you've got my money and I want my money back for a product that hasn't been delivered. You get me the money. I don't care what your reasons are. That's Unless somebody, yeah, I'm just saying hypothetically. This is just a hypothetical. This isn't even Ross. This is just hypothetical. Unless somebody sees this hypothetical person's money, they can get to their money. My, my bank cannot prevent me from legally taking my money out. PayPal can't legally prevent me from taking my money out. So I, I, I'm, there's a whole lot of that. Well, I would add to that. They, they, if you've done nothing illegal they can't prevent you from doing it but yeah. if they have suspicions of something 
they can freeze funds. Right. They can freeze funds until something is, you prove something. Um, you know, and, and, and again, I have no idea. I'm just speculating based on what I, I know about ordering stuff and doing business. I mean, maybe, maybe PayPal is suspecting that this was a product that actually wasn't available, that people were purchasing. You haven't proved that you've got a finished product, and therefore we're going to freeze your funds until you can prove to us you've actually got a real product here that you sold. Years ago, you, but, you if know, that, but if that was the case, wouldn't 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 you try to get it out faster? If that was the case, yeah, that's. <laughs> I wouldn't leave my money. That's exactly it. I wouldn't leave well, my money with them. Mike and Tom, that's that's the one of the reasons I wanted to discuss this because, as a geeky Kiss fan, this is something that should be right up my alley. You know, I, I want a, a photo book of of unseen kiss images and so i've been following this along and i've said and i'm on the record on this show i've said it many times when this thing's available then i'm going to send my money in now my change of heart came with what michael said a few minutes ago if your money if you can't refund then that means you can't use the money and this is just the business sense in my head going off, but Michael, you just hit the nail right on the head. Well, if I can't pay you back, how can I pay Lynn Goldsmith or somebody else that Mark Watson or whoever? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hold on, man. If you can't spend that money, then either a, it disappeared or B it's frozen. Which is it? Which is it? Because like Tom just said, you can get your money. It's your money to spend. It's either in your bank account or it's in your PayPal account. It's in one of the two. This isn't this isn't fucking rocket science. That's where the money. If you sent your hundred and fifty bucks in, it's either still in his PayPal account or it's in his bank account. It's the only two places it could be, unless he spent it. I'm not saying he did, but to have somebody say they couldn't get a refund. Eh, it doesn't pass the smell test. And while I'm on the subject of this book, we've all seen, I think the, the three of us, Tommy, Michael, and uh, Tom and I, we've all seen the pages that have been, what has it been, about a half dozen to a about, dozen? About a dozen pages that he's mocked up to show. As a, as a KISS fan, and as somebody who, you know, we go to the KISS site we can't talk about, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, chikara. Um, that Jason site, there's all kinds of photos that are popping up all the time. And I'm telling you from the pages that I've seen from what, what are on magic, there's maybe I'm in too deep with the kiss, kiss geek stuff, but I haven't really seen any photos that went, I haven't seen that before. Most of the photos that are on the preview pages, it, most if not all, are ones that you see on online all the time. Um, I'll give you a great example. The the Spirit of 76 page, while looked really cool and everything, all those pictures are easily found. And, and the dates, oh, this was, you know, and in, 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 again, if you're a kiss, and, and I'm, this goes to the people who watch the show. Yes, we all know that was the centerfold out of a cream magazine. 
You know, we we all know that came out, you know, in the 76. And we do know there's a, you know, the post. My point is this. I thought the book was supposed to go beyond that. I thought it was supposed to be focused on stuff we've never seen before. That doesn't mean it's not. But everything that's been presented so far hasn't really, you know, made me super excited. And 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 this is the reason I bring it up. I've been verbally supportive of this. I've told people, you and you guys know, all of us, people I am a stuff all the time. What do you think of this? Which is why we're talking about it here. What do you think of this book? Should I send my money? And my my stock answer is, do not send any money until the book's done. And when the book's done. He'll make an announcement saying, if you order now, it's going to be here in two weeks. Um, I haven't followed all the stuff like you guys are talking about, uh, all the cesspool stuff. And and it, I don't go to his page. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm Facebook friends with the guy. I see what he posts. Um, but moving forward now, what I've seen, I haven't been blown away with. And what I know quite frankly, scares me. And I'm going to say this again. I don't think that that Ross is... I don't think that he was trying to do anything malicious. But what it appears to be, and again, I could be wrong, it appears to me at this point, he's in over his head. Yeah. And yeah. there's what Michael and Tom just said. If you can't give a refund when we all know you can because because at tom as you stated he was very clear when he was raising the money to post every day i'm at 80,000 yeah. i'm at 90,000 i broke 125,000 he you know part part of me was also at that moment thinking no that's not not how you run your business you don't tell people how much money you've raised and have gotten your bank it just inevitably is going to be a problem of some sort in the future. Yeah. So nobody, hold, hold you, you, Mike, you can Michael, say what, you've sold say, X amount of books. Let people do the math if they want to, but don't yeah. tell them how much well, is in your bank account. Hold on. If you're going to do something like that, I would do this. This would, because again, I think the, the, the four of us were all business guys. I would go and I'm throwing the simplest numbers to, so you, if my publishing is 50 grand and my printing is 50 grand and my, whatever extras and another 50 grand you'd go okay guys i've covered you know i just took in $160,000 all these three other bases are covered i i need another 20,000 to come up with whatever but you could do it like that going you know my that was one of the things when we initially started talking to him back four and a half years ago when we got the willies when we were talking to one another was this guy doesn't. This guy doesn't understand. Um, he hasn't put together budgets. He hasn't yes, put together the, the, the budget a was business the plan. Uh, yeah. any, any, any no, sort of a plan. Because you could say, "I want a hundred thousand dollars," but what does a hundred thousand dollars represent? Because if you don't know what a hundred thousand dollars represents, is a hundred thousand dollars a lot of money? It sure is. But I tell you what, I'm in the construction industry. You could piss through a hundred thousand dollars like that. Well, so, and yes, to your, to your average person, if you get $100,000 in your bank, yeah, but what if your, your project costs $200,000 and 
And you, again, being in the construction industry, I have to work with numbers like that. I, I'm fully aware that your average layperson thinks that that number is a huge number. But if you don't know, if you don't know what that represents, you're going to, you're going to get yourself in some trouble really quick. Yeah. Tommy, you're muted. I'm sorry. No, sorry. Oh, okay. Right. <clears throat> well, and to your point, you know, a hundred thousand dollars is just a number with more zeros. It's still the same basic business piece. But to your point earlier, though, <clears throat> one of the things that he had posted I, that I thought was really odd is when Paul Stanley's backstage book came out. And those two photos were included that were of the band very early on that no one had ever seen before. Right away, he had them on his site with his with his logo on them, the Magic Kiss Chronicle, whatever it said. And then there was a post somewhere along the line saying, wouldn't it be nice to have these in a proper format rather than just in the center of Paul Stanley's book? And it's like, yeah, but is that what you're trying to sell people? Because now we've seen those two. So if you're supposed to have a book full of photos that no one's ever seen before, that should then take those two off of the consideration pile, even if they weren't formatted the proper way. So it's like, you know, there's a lot of rehash here. And, and my gut is telling me that, you know, after talking to Bob Gruen when we had him on and talking to different authors, including Tom, you know, even though your your books are a lot more information based and a lot less photo based, that you know, he has no clue how much something is going to cost. It's no different than a car. You can buy a Kia for twenty thousand dollars that will get you to point A to point B, but that Ferrari is going to cost considerably more money. Well, some photos and some photographers charge considerably more money for their work than somebody else. So you can't just go in assuming that if Joe down the block will sell you one of his negatives for a hundred bucks to use in the uh, photo book that Bob Gruen or Ross Halfen are going to do the same. And, and that again, rolls back to what you were saying, Mark, is that you don't know your budget, you know, and, and, and Michael, I think you nailed it when you said we're all business people. So we're all looking at this like, okay, you got to understand what that money's going to go for and how you're going to utilize it. And I think he probably got in over his head. Yeah, I, I, I think it's still, it, it'll always come back to over his head. You know, the, the, the other thing that I was questioning when, when we heard that he has to use his own money to do refunds was, I, I'm sitting here thinking, well, wait a second. So it, it, it seems like he had to raise 100% of the money to produce this book to license it, to write it, to lay it out, to print it, to ship it, 100% of the money. That puts you in an awkward situation if all of a sudden 25% of your orders are refunded. You've just lost 25% of your funds that you needed to complete this book and get it done. Now are you in a situation where you don't have enough money? To actually even finish the book because refunds are going out more than you had budgeted or anticipated. I that that that's that's a question that went through my mind. Was like, you know, he he, you know, when 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 you literally have to raise a hundred percent to do what you need to accomplish, 
you're walking a very fine line because a lot of stuff could totally destroy the product. And this, well, isn't, and just, wanted... this, this isn't magic the book, but anybody who does anything. If you need 100% from somebody and you end yep. up having to give 10% of it back, what do you do? Where's that well, money and, coming from? And I'd like to address some Your of the bucket. people online that are bitching exactly. at everybody else about, well, don't pull out now. Don't ask for a refund. Because now Ross is threatening that the book won't get done if, you know, things keep going one way or another, or whatever the case, some of the stuff he said, I'm paraphrasing. But it's like, you know, it's none of your business if someone decides to get a refund. And there's nothing wrong with someone asking for a refund because they've lost faith in the product. So don't start to try to demoralize them and attack them by saying that it's their fault now that something might not happen. Especially after telling people for years, no question asked refund. Just ask, and I'll send you the money back. Yeah, and and so to me, the more interesting piece of this is just looking at it from the psychology of it. Is what mm-hmm. is it that gets people after four years to still be cheerleaders? Well, and you know, and, you know, and I have and what, no idea. What I wanted to add is okay. So we talked about when we started four years ago, and we thought he wouldn't make the December date, and and then he didn't. Between then and now, and and I don't have all of the hard facts in front of me, but people will correct us or you can go find it. But I think there's at least been three other announced release date targets that came and went between 2015 and now. At least two, maybe three different release dates that he's promised. And, And to be clear... Because the message coming out now is, I've never promised a release date. I'm sorry, that is wrong. You clearly promised. And maybe in your mind, the wording wasn't a hard promise, but that's not how customers who put out $150 see it. You promised it was going to be here by Christmas. Oh, you promised it was going to be here by February. Oh, now you promised September. Then, you know, now we are literally at a point where the last date was promised to be December of this year. He went online mm-hmm. and said that's not going to happen. He actually commented to somebody on his page that, yeah, it looks like March 2020 could be more realistic. Um, but he is not going on record now with any date. He's just saying when it co- when it's done, it's done. And, and that... That really um, bothered me because as somebody who creates projects and launch projects, and this has nothing to do with projects that need to be funded, but any project, when you start something, you sit here and you're beforehand, you're like, okay, here's my projected release date. What do I need to do to hit that mm-hmm. release date? What are my milestones? It's called yeah. project management. There are people whose entire job is project management of software, of music, of recordings, of you name it. Yeah, that's all you do is you build these charts to go, um, okay, what are the dependencies? In order order for me to license photos, that's dependent on me raising funds. And once I've licensed the photos, then my layout can be finalized and confirmed. I can't finalize and confirm my design for the printers until I've gotten the photos that I've licensed, which I've gotten the funds for. 
And, and what project management means is all those little milestones is what they call them. If one of them moves, it adjusts everything else quickly and easily. It just flows. It's like, oh, it took you two extra weeks to license photos. We'll adjust everything that would be impacted by that. That is a very common business tactic. Whether people are doing it in the in the way of opening up Microsoft Project and building out project timelines, or whether they're just using a notepad and scribbling down goals, targets, what do I got to accomplish to hit this? That is business. We've all done business. You do stuff like that. You keep that that release date as your target out there. I do this all the time for my artists that I work with who release an album. I'm like, okay, here's what you do. You pick that release date six months in the future. Now we build our calendar backwards from there to hit that date. When do we want to release the pre-order and the first single? And when does the video drop? And when does the press release drop? And when do, when do the finished mastered files need to be uploaded to the distributor in order to get it ready for that? When does the photographer have to have finished photos so you can design the, the cover? All that, You build that timeline. And I can guarantee you every artist I've ever worked with, that timeline changes all the time because there's all sorts of third-party people Mm. that their schedules, for whatever reason, impact yours. Oh, the photographer had a family emergency, and therefore we can't do the photo session for the cover for three weeks. Okay, do you find a new photographer? Or if you stick with that, you have to readjust everything. That's a major part of business. And I never felt like Ross had that happening. There was no ideas of what was going on. For somebody to constantly push back, push back, release a release date and, and all this other stuff was just like, and you're flying by the seat of your pants. Hey, Mike, staying on that, Tom, I want to ask you, because mm-hmm. you've published books before. Um, I do know from one of, um, and staying on topic with Ross's book, he said that Christmas was was a, a wasn't it November first? All the whatever the deluxe orders had to be in, which I thought was odd because, and some other people made this point, but I thought the same thing instantly. How can there be so many of something if nothing's been made yet? I did you follow what I'm? Uh, well, I mean, I, I do, and I saw that, but I, I try not to get too tied into that because uh, you know I, I get I get what Ross is saying while there was another hundred. The question is, why was there another hundred? Exactly. And that, that, and, 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 and I'm telling you that to do that because your customers are demanding it, all you're doing is slapping every other customer in the face that who, bought it, who bought but, it on being a, yes. a limited 1000 run. Now it's a, it's a limited 1100 run. Yeah. Most, most yeah. people are probably going to be like, Oh, okay, no big deal. But, it's not the right thing to do as a business. You plan that it, stuff out in advance. You stick to your guns. I was right with Tom when I saw that. I'm like, what's the reason for selling an extra hundred of these? Do you yeah. need that cash for something that you can't access your PayPal account? So this cash 
is well, being used to a, refund an old like order? Is that like a pyramid, do you think? Do you think that's why that was? I, and I'm just asking. I'm, I'm not saying he uh, deliberately did it that way, but that's what it's kind of felt like it was turning into is I need the new orders to deal with old orders that might have to be refunded, or I need the money from all these new orders to put the deposit down on something, you know, photo licensing or printer or whatever it might be. And it all goes back to, but don't you have $150,000, $200,000 sitting in PayPal? Well, what happened to that? Well, I, wanted, I wanted to go a little bit further with that question. All right, so say he does sell the extra 100 he wants. Mm. And he wanted it done by November 1st, which was whatever, yeah. you know, a couple of weeks ago. All right. If he doesn't have every, if he had everything to the printer today, and I'm, which he obviously doesn't, or he would be making all kinds of claims about it, or you'd be hearing mm -hmm. about. It. If everything went to the printer today, knowing what you know about, you know, publishing your books, when do you really think, in your all heart of hearts, when would he have finished books? In either his warehouse or his living room, where he can start shipping them, if he did that today, they'd ship to him in about six to eight weeks at the earliest. So now, and it would and it would probably be about that, you know, um, because you know, first of all, when 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 you send those files in, the the publisher's going to go through them, and they've got to spend time on them. Yeah, you know, even he, in March. So yeah. even in March, you'd have to have it in by December first. Well, well, I, 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 I would que question anything you're turning in in the holiday season, basically yeah. November 1st to January 1st. Does that, is there an inevitable delay because the whoever you're turning it into has holiday rush, has vacation time in there? I mean, in the music, in the music industry, it's kind of a, a unwritten mm -hmm. law. You don't. The music industry shuts down from Thanksgiving to after New Year's. So you don't do anything between them because people are gone. They're on vacation. They're not working. So to your point, Tommy, if you turned it in December 1st, it might actually, instead of being eight weeks, could be 12 weeks because December. I mean, are, are, are y'all thinking that he's actually going to get this thing out? Cause, no, we're just. Because, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think he's got zero chance. Zero percent. I, I honestly still think if, it, and, and and I'm not trying to be crude or rude or anything, but at some point, whether it's a bunch of photocopies stapled, he'd be wise to put something out because okay. then he would deliver something. Oh, don't yeah. get me wrong. People yeah. could go, that's not what I paid for. But in yeah. the eyes of the law, hey, buddy, I gave you a book. Too yeah. bad you didn't yeah. like it. Too bad it didn't live up to the hype. But guess what? You have product. You sent me 100 bucks. And you, I'm still, gonna, you still got to get that book laid out. He can't no, get no, the no, book no. laid my, out. My point, is, my point is, if he wanted to do it super duper cheap, yeah, he could. Yeah, he and, could, and yeah. he could deliver yeah. it to people yeah. and go, I'm done. Everybody got their stuff and people are pissed. I'm not saying he's gonna, but I'm saying if I was an attorney of his and you had the choice between folding or putting something out, yeah. I'd, I would well, tell him. Well, and hold on, Michael, really quick. And I brought this up on the show before. 
When I bought the Alice Cooper school box book, or excuse me, school box box set, when I got that thing home, I so disappointed by it. it looks like it was done at two in the morning at a Kinko's. The photo, the, the 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 laser colors and shit look like crap. Whoever put that together did a shitty job. But you know what? I can't take it back because they told, they did a shitty job. They just yeah. went fuck you. You paid for it. Sorry, you don't like it. And that's what that's what Ross. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying could save his bacon if he's in too far to give yeah. people something. I'm not well, saying. But- well, he's going to so, do it. Okay, so then what about like the um, the video that he made? That just to me, it just went in a circle. I never so, watched those t- time because if, a, a, because I, I have nothing invested in it. The reason, again, while we're talking about this, is because we do get asked about it. Our well, name. That's why I watched the video. Well, I, see, so I did it because I don't have any personal. Issues I had so many it. people sending it to me, going, "What do you think of this?" And so to me, none of the questions were answered. So if I was an investor waiting for this book, I would want to know how many pages are done. And don't give me the, I'm not going to tell you that because then everyone's going to expect the 1% could take X amount. I want to know if, if there's 550 pages, how many of them are complete, meaning you have your photos laid out, you have your text done, and they are all laid out in whatever format you're doing. That's number one. I'm not going to argue with you about how much longer it's going to take you to finish the 1% or 10%. I want to know how many pages. And then when are you going to deliver this? There has to be a hard date sooner or later. What other questions would you guys well, ask? Well, I was, I was going to bring that up, Tommy. It's almost like what 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 could Ross do now to really, truly, and properly address this issue? And your first point is the biggest one. How many pages are done? But I back to the project management, I would sit here and go, well, in in the simplest terms, you could sit here and go, okay, it took me 12 weeks to lay out 12 pages. All right, so you're doing one page a week. You want to do 500 pages, you do the math. That's how many more weeks it's going to take. Oh, you need to reduce that? What's it going to take to reduce that? Do you need a second designer? All right, so you're going to have an expense for a second designer, but it cuts it in half. Oh, maybe we need to change something so I can do one page layout a day. That's the sort of stuff as as a business owner, as a project manager, which are all hats Ross has to, has to wear because when Tom, when you turn your book into a publisher, you're not wearing the hat of how long is it going to take for them to get it printed and delivered they've got people who do that for you that's part of a publisher's job so he he needs he needs to have that understanding i'm tired of hearing the my standards for this book are so high and i will not give cut my standards because the quality is super important to me um this is four years down the road this isn't about asking you to cut the quality your standards this is about giving real answers if you're going to give an update it should be a one minute two minute video of here's my update we have now completed 25 percent of the book we're moving at a rate that i project i'll have the entire book completed in the next three months and i've already confirmed with the printer that it'll take eight weeks so boom there's my date yep 
Well, and then about what about the cease and desists? Well, that's what I was going to bring up is, you know, a lot of what's going on now is it is it potentially because of Kiss becoming part of the picture. So one of the things we learned in a in a in a random comment on on the FAQ months ago was Ross had got two cease and desist orders yeah. from Kiss. I think one in 2017 and then one in early 2018. When those ha- and and he didn't reveal this until I don't know summer this this year. So that's those are two important things that I think as a as a business owner as a publisher who have got you know thousands of people investing hundreds of thousands of dollars legally you're not obligated it's not like you know it's not like a company that has stock that is legally obligated to reveal stuff like that but it's something I would think he would at least notify all of his customers through a private email and say, I just want you to be aware I've got two cease and desist letters. And how could that impact me? The impact might be that it forces the book to not happen because legally I can't complete the book. I'm just making you aware of it. Of course, you can have refunds, as I've always said, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that adds an interesting twist to all of this because all along he was saying my desire to make this a 500 page book, the design I want, all the photos I want, the quality I want, standards I want, I can't use a publisher and I will not have KISS involved because they're going to cut the quality, they're going to cut the pages, and he's prob. Not with Kiss, but a publisher probably would sit there and go, all right, you know, no, 500 pages, hardcover, blah, blah, blah. Nope, we got a price point we got to hit, and that price mm-hmm. point yeah, dictates. But, but Nicholas, Nicholas had got Kiss involved midway through his, and he said they didn't mess no, with his No, I, I was just, I was, what, what I said, I probably wasn't clear. I don't think Kiss would do that to him. Because the reality is, and and. You know, I spent years working for Kiss's licensing company. Um, for the most part on stuff like this, Kiss doesn't get deeply, deeply involved in all of these projects mm-hmm. and going, all right, rewrite this paragraph, remove this, pull that out. It's sort of an overall, first of all, is it a deal we like? Okay, it's a good deal. Whatever the deal that was cut is a good deal. Do we like the tone of this book? Yeah, we like the tone of the book. I think what you're doing is great. From a licensing standpoint, the licensing company is going to give them directions about what you can and cannot do legally. That's that's sort of the the end of it from Kiss's side of things. If if you cut a deal and if they agree that you can release this. But as we know when we had Mark on the show, photo books are very very dangerous mm. territory. Yes, they are. Not just KISS, but we do know firsthand it can be. Um, because you're talking about copyrights and usage rights and all this other stuff. And, you know, are, 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 are KISS legally 
able to stop the use of their photos? Some people can argue yes and no, and that's not what we're here to argue about. What they can do is tie it up in court for a long time and make it very expensive, as Mark illustrated for us when he was on the show. It drove Mark to file bankruptcy. Yeah. Um, so that's the downside if you try to beat your chest and stand up and say, screw you, I'm going my own way. I've been advised I have the legal rights to do this. Okay, go for it. Maybe you do have the legal rights to do it. Do you have the, have you raised enough funds to hire somebody other than some real estate attorney? <laughs> Inside joke. Inside joke <laughs> to hire a real estate attorney to defend you in a copyright case. You know, Every once in a while, something comes along, and, and we're blessed with stuff that just never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, that's that whole cease and desist, and now talking to Kiss. And and I, I, I sort of chuckled when I saw, you know, Ross was like, yeah, you know, here's what I want out of it. If I'm going to work with Kiss, I want to sit down for three hours and interview Gene and Paul and have them answer questions. I want access to the photo Kiss photo archives, and I'm like, um, unless you're paying, you ain't getting. Uh, and I mean, you pay for Gene and Paul's time to do that. I would also add, just because Kiss has all sorts of photos and slides and everything else in management office and warehouses, whatever, doesn't mean they have the rights to them. They've just been given the slides by the photographer, by whoever did it. Um, when I worked at, at the merchandising company, we clearly had, okay, here's here's the two um, Bob Gruen photos that, that KISS has the rights to use. Well, they don't have all, they, they know all the other ones that are out there, and they might even all have slides of them. They don't have the legal rights to use them. So just because you get access to photo archives doesn't mean you're getting access to photos that can legally be used. You may right. still have to go out and relicense them again. Mm -hmm. Guys, I've got to jump. All right. All right. Have fun tonight, Tommy. Nice to see you again, Tom. Nobody's going to miss you. No, I know. Good to see you again. <laughs> hey um, so, well, so, um, you know, this whole. No, go, go, go ahead, Tom. I was going to say this whole licensing thing though is why I'm, I'm telling you 0% chance this book comes out. So a book like this needed to be licensed. Okay. Just, just the, the, the increased sales from it being licensed makes sense. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a broad range, um, attractant sort of, you know, photo book on kiss. That's great. But on top of that, the other thing that it gives you is a little bit of, a little bit of, um, uh, cushion, I would hope, with with the band in case something did slide by that shouldn't have, you know, photo wise. But so let's say that you did do that, that that you know you set out and you wanted to you wanted to do this, then you know before you put the books on sale, you go and you you work this deal out with Kiss and figure out what they need. And you know sometimes that's a simple thing. All you got to do is figure out, okay, well here's my cost to date that I'm going to have if I don't bring Kiss in. They're going to want X, whatever X is going to be, whether that's 50% of the profits or whatever, they're going to want that. 
And so am I going to be able to do that at the price point that I've exactly. decided I want to sell it? And if I can't, it's a simple enough thing. You go, okay, i got to add another $30 to the book to cover Or i got to cut the cost of the book. Well, you got yeah, two yeah. options. One of the two, one of the two on there. But And so that's and, – and then you decide, yeah, this will work or no, it's not going to work. You can't do that after you've already sold all the books and you've got your profit margin set on that thing. Where where is he supposed to come up with? Because in general, and I know it's a rule of thumb thing, uh, you know, and, and and I guess all deals are different. <clears throat> but generally, Kiss wants fifty percent of the profits on a book. Okay, and and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Again, you 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 price it high enough to cover them. Where's that money coming from now? Because everybody has paid one hundred fifty dollars for that deluxe book, and they sure as hell are not going to want to give him another fifty dollars. <laughs> to cover kiss on that. So how's that deal ever going to work? And he clearly needs that deal. He clearly needs that deal now, or he wouldn't even be, I wouldn't think that he'd be engaging them if he didn't need the deal. Maybe, I, I, maybe, I, maybe so. Maybe he just wants to meet them. I, don't I, know. I, I my, my, my gut sort of tells me he's engaging with them because legally he knows he's going to have to do this or the book isn't happening at all. Because it'll get shut down for copyright yeah. issues, right or wrong. Um, that's Mike, like like you said earlier. G and Paul aren't mm -hmm. sitting there going, "Oh boy, we gotta we gotta meet with you know X publisher today or whatever." They're in zero hurry. So when I when I see some of the comments that I've seen online. Where people, or even when when Ross said, you know what, I want to you know set up a three hour meeting with Gene and Paul and talk about you know getting some historical things right. I, I just want to say to Ross, Ross, Gene and Paul don't care. You know this isn't this book isn't the, you know this we're out you know they're not going to be able to eat next week if they don't put this thing out. This is this project or any book project or you know any. It's so product. far down the line. It's just another product. Thinking, yeah, they yeah. they're not they're not going to put anybody because hold on a second. They're not. Here's what Gene and Paul are not thinking, and I can guarantee you this: this guy's been waiting four years to put this book out. We better hurry up and meet with him and do what he wants on any sort of time frame. Really, they've got the end of the road tour coming up. They have rehearsals. Paul has Soul Station. Gene had some health issues. You really think about this logically. Do you think they would even give this project a second thought about anything? Of course not. It's just another deal that goes across their desks which, which for them gets to me review. To the point, which the point is this. If if. If Ross is giving this as an, an excuse of why there's a delay, guys, it's you're gonna be waiting a long time because Gene and Paul are not in a hurry, and I guarantee they probably don't even know about this, and it means zero to them. You know, a couple things I wanted to bring up just to illustrate. So when I was working, when I was running Kiss Online and working with Kiss, if if you guys remember. During the Psycho Circus era, they released a video game, a first-person shooter video game. And mm -hmm. the video game publisher needed some audio tracks from Gene and Paul for the video game, just saying a word or something like that. Um, so 
I was in L.A., went to the Sunset Marquee Hotel, met them outside, poolside, and I think for maybe 30 minutes was all the time I had from them to sit there and hold a microphone in front of them and just get them to record one sound bit, one sound bit, one sound bit. I didn't get three hours. Nobody gets that unless you're paying money for that. The other thing I wanted to bring up is one of the one of the interesting things that I learned when I was working at the merchandising company is one of the tasks a licensing agent has is obviously collecting these deals, sorting through, weeding through the deals and presenting them to the artist. And one of the things they look at amongst deals is not just the money part of the deal, but is this licensee able to produce the product, manufacture the product, ship the product, market the product, and promote the product? Because, and this is real important, everybody, because I've seen a lot of people confused, KISS <clears throat> doesn't do any of that for you. When you get a license deal with KISS, KISS doesn't manufacture the product. KISS doesn't distribute the product. KISS, the marketing and the promotion that KISS does will be defined clearly in the contract saying you will do X amount of social media posts and uh, Gene and Paul agree to autograph 100 copies of the book. Whatever you outline, that's what they do. Everything else falls on the licensee. So the licensing agent's job is to make sure, yeah, this is a great product. Oh, yeah, they're talking great money here. But can they actually create the product? Do they have the resources to create this product? Are they financially strong enough to do this? Because there's nothing that KISS would hate more than an announcement of a KISS official KISS book that then gets delayed two more years because now guess what? The delay falls on Kiss's shoulders because now it's a Kiss book. So they want to make sure the products can be created and manufactured. So yeah, this whole this whole licensing and cease and desist just adds a whole nother layer of just you know over your head. Basically, just very much over your head. Um, Tom, to your point, yeah, you wouldn't you have been talking about that up front months, yeah. years ago, deciding what you were going to do, what it was going to cost, what you were going to get out of it, what are they going to do for you? Um, and, 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 and I think even before all this happened, the one thing I've learned about KISS fans, I've been in the online KISS world since 95, is you never overpromise to a KISS fan. They're going to hold you to that overpromise. Yeah. You know, be you know, I I tell my clients, I'm like never announce a an album release date until you've actually finished recording the album. Because there's a lot that can happen that might delay it and there's nothing a fan hates more than being told the album will be out November 1st only to get told, oh, now the album's pushed back 30 days. Oh, then it gets pushed back 45 days. 
that pisses them off. Pisses yeah. fans off in general. So that's, you know, and I think that's, that's the whole Ross dug by trying to be completely transparent through this whole thing, as he says. But the reality is I don't feel like he was completely transparent. You know, he did again. He didn't tell anybody up front that he got a cease and desist order in 2017. Just ignored it. I mean, didn't didn't he actually say that initially? I just didn't even respond to it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like um, that's not how you deal with a cease and desist letter. You respond to it. It doesn't well, go like, away it, just because you ignore it. It goes back to what he said because I did read that post when he said, "Well, I never heard back from them." Well, yeah, you think they care? They don't. Uh, this goes back to what I was saying earlier about Gina Paul. Guess who else doesn't care at the moment? Kiss's legal team, because there's nothing to get you know all in a, a huff about. But let me tell you, the minute you put that thing out and they find one thing, guess who's going to find out all about it? And I, I'm, am I happy about that? Does that again? I don't want to you know be the Debbie Downer on this. I'm just saying this as a fan who would want something like this. But Jesus Christ, are there red flags all oh. over the place? And, yeah. and it's not just a red flag that popped up once. It's like for the last four years, red yeah. flags have been popping up. And it, and it just dumbfounds me that so many fans are like, oh, yeah, it's another red flag. Yay, go, go. You should well, go I, buy I, this I, book. I'm just like, come on. This is no longer love for a KISS fan. This is a product that was promised and never delivered and so far doesn't look like it's getting delivered. Now, I'm, I'm going to ask you something, Tom. Tom, if you were magically, a little <laughs> play on words, magically in Ross's shoes in the moment, what would you do? From, from how, how would you a, fix this? How would, yeah, how would you uh, fix this? There ain't no fixing this. You really I mean, so? I mean, there's, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. I, I, well, I, and I'm, I'm being serious as I can be. I, I doubt very seriously that he's got all that money. Okay. I'm not saying he doesn't have the majority of it, but I'm saying there's, I just find it hard to believe that he has not paid for any of these licensing deals yet, which means that money's gone. Um, no, this is, this is too much of a mess. I mean, this is, this is stuff if put, put, put ourselves in a corporate world here. Okay. And, and you gave this, this, this guy with a great reputation, the job of producing this 500 page report that needs to go to the board. And I'm going to give you six months to write it. Cause that's plenty of time to write that. And we're sitting here four years later. You think that guy's still employed? I mean, there's no way there is no way, you know, the, this needed to get, he needed to write his book before he tried to even raise any money. It's just not that tough, man. I mean, you know, when, 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 when my books went on sale, I mean, I didn't make a big deal out of this, but I was unemployed for about two months. Um, that supported my family. That meant I hauled ass getting that thing finished, you know? And, uh, you know, and I'm not saying this as a defense for my book. I'm saying this this other part because because of some stuff that I have heard that Ross has come back with. You know, my book is not not photo intensive. 
there are thousands of pictures in my book, mm-hmm. thousands. Uh, and you know, all that a book is, as far as layout, it's squares, rectangles. That's it. You know, you take you take parts of the of the of the of, of the page and and you make a template from the thing. And even even text goes inside a box. It's a full page box. So I don't care how many pictures you got in there and how fancy you're making them, they're still sitting in boxes, you know. And if you take one, if you take a a, a picture, if you open up the center of the book and you got a photo that's on one side and the other, and put in there artistically, which you know is is great. I mean that that makes for pleasant reading for people. I didn't have to do that. I could just lay mine out. That's still just two boxes, and you've had to cut that picture in two, you know, on Photoshop or whatever, and put them in there so they line up. It's just boxes, which means you either got your stuff or you don't have it. I mean, there, there's, they're just guys. There's no excuse at all that this guy has not finished this book. None. I mean, there is no reason that book couldn't have been finished in, in a year's time at most. And, and I don't even see how it would take that. But no, I couldn't fix this for him. There's no way. And I don't think, I think if he tries to find anybody to help him to get out of this, they're going to run like a scalded dog. You know? well, why, why do you think that, because again, I'm going back to the pre, preview pages, which look very nice. Yeah. yeah. How, how come, if he's done those in the last two years, just being fair, because the first time I saw a preview page was in Atlanta when he just, when he was set up there yeah. and I walked by his table and this goes back to where I said, I don't have an ax to grind with Ross. I, you know, it was nice enough to me. I looked at his page. I think I made a comment. That's going to be great when it's released. When anyone's asked me about it online, I said, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to buying it too, but when it's available, well, Tom, I'm asking, that's how come I asked you that Tom, because He's him and his designer or art guy or whatever obviously put a dozen pages together. Um, could have could have done that in Photoshop. I mean, well, that's I, not that, is, and that's not the same as 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 look, working. I'm a construction with a, worker. I, I don't know anything about Photoshop. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. You're saying though, but someone again, somebody who's who's written successful books and sold multiple books. You're saying that. There's no reason for this delay. No. Well, I'll put it this way: there's lots of reasons for the delay, but it's it's sure it certainly shouldn't be a, a a putting it together. Certainly shouldn't be one of them. No, no. I mean, I mean, I assume I assume the guy has nights and weekends available. Maybe he doesn't. You know, I don't I don't know the, the amount of hours he he has. You know, um, like I say it's just it, it's sad. It's sad. I don't think the guy. I do not think at all that he intended for this to end up this way i think he had great intentions but he it just it just isn't gonna happen man and you know and i hope i'm wrong i I hope i hope he turns around in two weeks and says hey we're finished but but why would you why wouldn't you let somebody know if you can see the finish line coming you know well this might light a fire i don't know i'm he's certainly going to be watching every fucking second of this i'm he can say he's not but look if someone was talking about me for two hours i'd certainly pay at least a little bit and and you know what just just to be um transparent with everybody we invited ross on to answer our our, all of these questions and he declined so uh, you know we did give him the opportunity to address all of this 
Um, but you know, Mark, Mark, back to your question about the design and the layout, and and you know, I haven't done that sort of layout in years, but I used to manage an advertising network for a home improvement chain and for a sporting good chain. And now, granted, they have a staff of half a dozen to a dozen designers laying stuff out, but it was every week producing, you know, your Sunday advertising flyer, which might be eight to ten pages in in the paper of copy and photos that have to be taken and cropped and color corrections. It can be done. You've got to get experienced people who know how to do that and know how to, back to what I said a while ago, manage the project and sit here and go, you have to create a template. Let's create six different templates of varying layouts and designs that we're going to use to drop in a two-photo template, a three-photo template, mm -hmm. a five-photo template, uh, whatever you might need. All of the background colors and whatever, because his page layouts are fairly sophisticated. I'll give him that. Um, which can add a little bit more time. But if you mm. create all of these assets up front and templates up front, it's now just, okay, drop photo 110 in here, drop photo mm. 111 in here. Here's the copy. The copy's all been re has been written separately mm -hmm. and trimmed to, well, not even trimmed. Here's the copy. You put the copy in, oh, it's three characters too, or three words too long. Okay, copywriter chop out rewrite this real quick chop out three three words so it'll fit in the the allocated space um you know design is not difficult in this day and age mm -hmm. there are so many software programs that automate this that that you can do it it's it's a it's a fault of project management is what yeah is happening here there is no idea how many hours does it take to do that one spirit of 76 layout page how many hours did that take okay well then multiply that out to how many pages you have to do that should give you a rough idea now you sit there and you've got one designer and he can only work 10 hours a week that's going to give you an idea of how much work can be put in there, how much work you can expect to have delivered every week. And what complicates this a little bit more is if you haven't licensed the photos in advance, you could be laying out a photo that you end up don't, not acquiring the rights to. And that changes everything. So you really need to have all of your photos secured in advance so you know exactly here's the 376 and i'm just making this up 376 photos i've got to work with and because it's a chronological timeline i've got 20 photos for this year and 50 photos for this year you know you got to have your working inventory of content and assets available to you it's not just all right it's time to build page 14 What's it going to be? Yeah. All right, I think it's going to be these six photos. Okay, let's design those six photos. No, you just want to say, here's your six photos, designer. Here's the copy. Go. 
next page. Here's your photos. Here's your copy. Go. Just go pull them out of our server. Photos have been acquired. They've been scanned. They've been color corrected. All of that needs to be done up front. So when the designer is dropping it in, the designer has finished, approved assets that they've built with. I tell my, my, my artists, I'm like, I don't want you ever sending me photos that are not approved. No, don't ever send photos that have not been approved for use. Because I'll use them and then it'll cause a problem. I'll use them and then some photographer is going to go, you can't use that, take it out. No, you make sure you've gotten the rights to ev that album cover, those live photos, whatever it is. So I know without question, anything I build has been approved. It's a project management issue here. I think at, at the core, it's, it's, it's no business plan. It's no project management plan. It's no financial plan. You know, and all of that is over your head, and all of a sudden you just, you know, you're sinking. Well, Every that's why I brought up the point, what is it going to take to salvage this at this point? Because I, I can't be any more sincere than, than I, I have already saying, I, I do I want this to come out? Or I, I love success. I like to see people being successful. I like seeing happy fans. I like, I'm, 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 I like a good happy, you know, uh, story finishes nice. Notice how I didn't say happy ending. <laughs> but but you know, I, I like that. I like when fans share their passion. Um, but this thing, man, just sitting on the side of the road watching this story go by and go by and go by and go by, it's it's not looking too, too good right now. And that's another reason why I wanted to talk to Tom today is what could happen to make this thing get out? What are the problems? And Tom, just to reiterate, you're seeming to think that it's it's pretty much. I think good. I think it's over. But you know, to to try to go on a positive note, he needs to come out with a with a date as to when he's going to put these files and send them into the printer. I mean, that's 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 key because the printer can't do anything until they get those files. But but, but that but that date has to be arrived upon in a logical manner meaning yeah. i have calculated yeah. how much time it takes to do each page i can do x yeah. amount of pages per week as opposed to what i just sort of feel like happens oh i'll just push it back six more months well is six months actually enough time maybe you actually needed nine months so push well, yeah. you That's know so, so arrive at that date as as yeah. you said tom but it's got to be something that has really been calculated out yeah I don't know, man. If I if I could put this a little bit in perspective, so since twenty seven March of twenty seventeen, I've done five different album projects and this book project, and now the books are sold out. I mean, and this guy hasn't even got his book put together. It just it just defies any logic. You know, you know, and and, and Mark, before before you continue here, I want to just add everybody remember. We're not actually talking about one book here. We're talking about two books. Because he promised a 100-page Kiss Meets the Phantom of the yeah. Park book as well. So that's 600 pages, two books, designs, layouts, printing, and shipping. 
That's, I've not seen not seen any comments about that Phantom book. No, no, every, 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 everybody's forgotten about the Phantom book. The, I, I'm the, one of them. I didn't even know that was an issue. The, the I think the the deluxe edition gets the Phantom book, a poster print, and like I don't know four or six giant trading cards. All have to be designed. All have to be laid out. Um, Cool items, no question, but it just adds more to your plate of what has to be done. If you've got one designer, how much time is it going to take that one designer to do everything? And, you know, Mark, to your question, I, 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 what, what I think just has to happen, and maybe it still won't assure delivery, but real real transparency to what's happened and what's going on needs to be revealed to the paying customers. Could, could you, here's what, I, I guess if, if I was a paying customer, because I eventually would like to be, but if I was a paying customer, I don't think it'd be too much to ask him, how many photos have you licensed? Of those I photos agree. that you licensed, are you going to use, you know, all of them? So did you did you get 500 photos and just, you know, basic math, basic math. They each again, I'm just using basic math. If, if, if each photo license was a dollar, so you got five. All right, so there's five hundred dollars into that. You know what I mean? And and if and if the pages, you know, the, the printing costs a hundred dollars. And of course, I'm using really dumbed down easy math. But but that's my point that you can go. Okay, I got $600 into this, and then I got, you know, I think that's a part of the problem for the animosity for people who purchased it. But it's also like fodder for somebody like me who does support the project, but used, I guess, for lack of a better term, common sense going, I'm not sending this guy any money because this project's not even off the ground. You know what's funny? I, I did when when that those deluxe ones came. When was that, Tom? About a couple months ago. And he's like, "I'm going to sell an additional hundred deluxe ones." Yeah, yeah I think. Yeah, I, I That's when I started paying attention because then I. That's when I started reading because I it was off my radar. I started going, "Well, a I want this thing, and if I and if I wanted, I sure I'd like the one with the bells and the whistles." All I was looking for, the only information I was looking for from Ross was it's done. I'm going to the printer next week and then I'm going to be able to sell these hundred additional books. I was going to buy one, but I was looking for that specific information that it was done, what day it was going to the printer and what day I could have it back. And, and this isn't I'm not picking on Ross. I would do that for anything. Right. I, yeah. But I saw it. The, the picture enticed me. The advertising for this enticed me. I'm like, God, this thing looks cool. And the poster and everything. I want that. But I couldn't find the most important information, which was when am I getting it? I'm not. So I, that's how come I didn't send my money. It's not that I didn't want to support another passionate Kiss fan. I just I want to support something where I get 
money from my you know, you know, bank. It, it, it just feels to me after years of not getting specific details like that, that I'm beginning to wonder, to, to Tom's point, is anything done? Have those 12 finished pages just been done to quiet the masses, but there's no real progress has been made in the book? Because I feel like if, if you're making legitimate progress and you've got all of this planned out the right way, that's something you can be comfortable of talking about. Because you've, 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 you've done your background, you've done your research, you've done your work, you know. Somebody questions it, you can, you can give them an answer. We're not getting answers. We've never gotten anything revealed. Not once in four years has he said how much of the book is done. Well, you know, the, that's another reason, Michael, while, why I started looking into it, because I wanted to buy it. I want to support other KISS fans. But that was another thing in which I brought up a, a while ago in this episode. I got to admit, man, of the 12 pages that I've seen, there's nothing flying off that going, boy, I've never seen that. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. Or that's something I didn't know. Or that's something I didn't know. I knew all the text and the photos. Yeah. Again, going back to the spirit of 76. Yeah. I, if you're a kiss fan, especially at this late in the game, you know, that was on record world. Again, you knew it was a cream photo. Why are you showing, if you put it this way, if you're trying to sell a steak, you want, you, you want the room to smell like steaks. And if you, when I saw that, I'm like, I've seen a picture a million times. I know that really, this is, this has all been said and done before. So, Ross, when you hear this, if you do have cooler stuff, I'd suggest showing the cooler stuff. Showing it, or at least even if you put watermarks across it or something, just be, because, like I said, those are the. I really looked hard and deep to find any information that he said, not what other people said, that he said that this thing's coming out soon because I was ready with my credit card. As soon as I saw that he was offering those again, that's how I got reinvigorated into this thing. And that's when I started talking to Tom and started talking to you about it going, because I did want, again, guys, I want to support this. I, I want, I, I love when fans get involved and stuff. Nicholas's book is a great example. Tom, you're fucking, I you know how many times I've looked at that kiss my wax book, just going through some of my wreck. That's just great stuff to have. And you can see just as a kiss geek that I am, just how animated I am about it. I love it. And I and I want to be the same way about Ross's book. I want to look through that and go, holy shit, there's three fucking chapters that I've never seen any of these photos before. That's what I want. But everything you've shown, I haven't seen it. And more importantly, there's nothing that says I'm gonna get what I'm paying for. That's that's scary. And again, that's another reason for today's episode. We're not trying to bag on anybody. We're just, trust me, all joking aside, I've seen some of the comments. I don't go looking for them, but people like, why? They've dragged three sides into this of what we did four and a half years ago, many times on, on certain posts, on certain websites and stuff. And I'm like, geez, all we did was tell people, don't go, don't send well, your money. It's ready. Yeah. You know, what, what, what we did, what I, what I would say now is maybe, maybe four and a half years ago, what we did looked and sounded assholeish but, but four and a half but four and a half years later i think it looks like we were more right than we were wrong 
dare I say, prophetic. There's yeah. A nice center. I mean, uh, you know, just to add to what you were saying, Mark, you know, I'll be happy if Ross and Tom, you even said that, prove us wrong, proves us wrong. Yeah. You know, if in two weeks he says, here you go, I've completed 400 of the 500 pages and I'm on target for this. And it's like, great, because you know what? I don't want those thousand fans who've purchased it. I don't want them to get screwed because, that you know, if, if this doesn't happen, there's a good chance nobody gets any money back. None. And then, you know, go a step further. Someone like Tom, who's put out, you know, some great product. That there's going to be people if this thing doesn't come out on Ross's end, who may just go, you know what? I'm not, I'm not taking a chance on on buying something, you know, from another Kiss fan or a Kiss. Oh, book. they're already so, doing it. They're well, already that's doing it. So it's it's in everybody's best interest, Ross's, ours, to make this right. And again, that's another reason for this episode today. Did we bring up a lot of criticisms? Yeah, but we're also trying to find solutions. We're trying. We're, we're trying to make sure everybody does the right thing. Um, and that's, that's, that part of the, the story hasn't been written yet. And you I, mean, know, I, 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 you know, I would add or close if we want to start wrapping up. Listen, Ross, if you want to come on now and answer these questions, because now you've heard the questions, reach out to us. That, you know, we're, we just have a bunch of questions here, but you gotta, you gotta be, open and really specific because you know as we started the this episode with four and a half years ago as we did the interview all three of us were like oh there's a lot of holes there's a lot of holes in what we're being told here um and we we kind of restrained ourselves during that interview um and was we 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 acted excited and and go go support this but you know things have changed it's four and a half years later and hundreds of thousands of dollars you've raised you've sold not even raised because you sold a product and you charged for that product before it was even done 12 preview pages. That's it. I mean, it's and just... Nothing, and nothing that would blow your mind. And and, and, and I, I think it's fair to say that we aren't the only ones asking these questions. It seems like as each day goes on, more people are starting to like, okay, that's it. Answer these questions. Say something. I mean, there there's one fan I saw that he's like, after... I don't know, two or three attempts to get my refund. I've just accepted the fact that I've lost my money. I'm not getting my money back. I'm not getting a book. Um, you know, I, I hate seeing that. Yeah, I want, I want this to happen because, again, the book sounds very cool. The book, as you've described it, sounds like it will be very cool. But well, you know, just, just, just handy right now. You know, I have Tom's. This is all. I'm, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing this. I just noticed this. You know, these are just things that are sitting on my fans. Did my fans designed, laid out, printed, and sold? They all have something in common. The fans put them out. The fans put them out. I support. It can be done. This. You know, I want to support Ross too, but he's not making it easy. I mean, I, I, I've, I've joked 
that this book has moved into the Vinnie Vincent box set territory. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and let's be honest, I don't know, other than, a, you know, a few, like, few, like, ten diehard Vinnie fans, every Kiss fan looks to that box set as as an outright disaster of taking the money and never delivering a product, never giving the money back. Listen, this is four and a half years later. At what point in time do you go, yeah, this this is the same thing. Same thing's happening here. I mean, it just and be honest, be transparent. You know, do the back-end work that you have to do to plan something out and get it prepared and do it the right way. This isn't, oh, I got an hour after dinner here. I think I'll sit down and throw something together. This is this is a business. I, and I guess that's part of what's always started to rub me wrong is, you know, he, he I don't feel like he's treating it like a business. I'm a fan. I've got, I want to do what the fans want and I've got my standards and blah, blah. No, this is a business. This, you've got a business that's raised to what you said, Tom, close to $200,000. Mm. That's a business. You have responsibilities as a business owner to run I, it the I, right I, way, I just... to, 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 um, address the customer's concerns. It, you know, that needs to be that's what's got to be taken care of here well i agree i just go back to the fact of the, not only the books i just shown but uh, the author that you and tommy had when i was on the cruise the the you know the oh the great, great prado yeah what a great book matter of fact uh, you know because we uh, we were fortunate to get the the previews of those you know i was championing championing that thing early on after i got done this is a, a good month before we had him on because the minute I saw the quality of it, I couldn't wait to share that with you guys. So when you saw that it was going to be on sale, you couldn't wait to get it. No different than, you know, the stuff with Tom with his Kiss My Wax books. And the minute we see the quality, we want you guys to know about it. And that, I, I guess, you know, because <laughs> when you boil down this show, Three Sides, we're Kiss fans, man. And we want to support cool Kiss stuff. And the great thing about this fan base is there's so many great, talented people like our guests now and, you know, people who take the time to share their passion and their knowledge. And that's what we want to support. It, but also, though, too, when we see fans not getting what they're paying for, you know, be it four and a half years ago when we started going, you know, this doesn't sound right. It's not passing the smell test. Well, here it is four and a half years later. We're talking about the same thing. What we want is we want good stewards of, you know, KISS fandom. So, Ross, when you hear this, man, how are you going to respond is going to define, you know, this episode, fellow KISS fans, future KISS products. you got a lot in front of you, man, so hopefully you do the right thing. Sometimes it is. And maybe maybe the right thing maybe is just going, you know what, I'm done with this. I did my best. We'll, We'll... I'll, refund I'll, everybody. I'll work to get I, everybody I I money hope back. That's not it. I hope that's not it. But if not, dude, you you have to go. This is when this is coming out, and this is what you can expect. Or I had to dumb the book down, and I don't mean that in a you know 
I, I had to change things a bit. Here's your book, finally. It's going to be here May 1st. But if you say May 1st, it better be May 1st. Look, we, I, I think we all, we all know as business owners, there always comes a time where you've got to do something in your business that you're not going to like. There's always a really tough decision, a disappointing decision. That's part of running a business. It's not my, my all the good stuff. My standard line is this guy. Again, I'm a, I'm a concrete. I do a lot of concrete and asphalt and utility work, especially come April and May here in Michigan when it starts to warm up. Now, we tore this shit out of their yards and their businesses during the winter, but you can't get hot asphalt in the People will say to me all the time, I need this by by Memorial Day or I need this by, you know, by my mother's day. I need this cleaned up. And I always say this when they say that. I'm like, look, if you want me to lie to you and tell you it's going to be here in a week, I'll lie to you. But I'm telling you right now, I'm lying to you. <laughs> Guess what? It's going to be here in 30 days. That's the truth. That's the truth. It'll be here in 30 days. It won't be here next week. But do you want me to appease you and say, oh, yeah, I'm not. That's how I've stayed in businesses my my entire life. I never I don't bullshit people. And guess what? That served me very, very well in life, mm -hmm. not just business, but personal. You know, well, I've been married for 30 years, man. I mean, you, you don't you don't stay married for 30 years. Bullshit. And your significant other it just yeah. doesn't work that way. Yeah. Guys, and, and that, again, this goes to Kiss Books. Ross, clear the air, my friend. This is when, when are we getting it? What are we getting? Total transparency. And guess what? You, you'll, you'll see a great response. Tell you what, if I know that, I, I may send my money in once, once you guarantee me that. I don't know. But that's what I was looking for a couple months ago because I saw the ad and I wanted to spend money. And then I started digging deeper, and guess what? Here we are, mid-November, talking about this crap. This isn't what I wanted that, to do. That's, that's what we were looking for four and a half years ago when we had him on, and it's four and a half years later, and it's still not there. That's a big concern to me. Nothing, nothing has gotten better. Actually, the tone of the, him addressing his customers seems to have gotten worse like he's got a short fuse and understandable because he's probably yeah. getting beaten up about this but you know the last person in line that should get beaten up is the person who pre-ordered your product yes yeah beat us up we didn't pre-order it we've only said we will buy it when it comes out don't beat up and don't get short with the person who did give you $150 and is really worried and concerned. And 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 let me just add one thing. I've seen fans who are like, oh, come on, $150 is not a big deal. You know what? To some people, $150 oh, yeah. is a big deal. Don't, you know, this, this goes back to Gene's vault. You don't get to judge somebody else and what their financial situation is. Somebody might have saved up put money in to get this book for $150 and they could really use that to pay in car insurance or, you know, pay for daycare or something like that. There's a multitude of legitimate reasons. How about the gifts that some of the, cause I saw that some of those people said, you know, I got this 
oh, as yeah. a gift from somebody. I, yeah. I saw that multiple times. Again, I didn't start diving into this until about a, a month or two ago, as soon as I saw the new advertising. So I have not been following along. But again, you know, being a friend of Ross's on Facebook, wasn't this like, wasn't it like February of 2018? That's That was a date. And then if I remember, and I'm going off my memory. Then I thought he said right around, you know, whatever, middle of June. And then that, that came and mm. passed. And then and then I think that's when he's like, I'm going to sell these extra ones. That I think that's when I became aware again was was the end of the summer. And he's like, now we're going to, but for sure by Christmas. And like Tom said, and that's why I asked you earlier, Tom, if he had the, if he had everything in today, would you no. have it, you know, Christmas morning? No, no way. No, no way. No, no, no. First, if you had it all in, you'd have it first quarter next year. Yeah. And I wouldn't yeah. even pinpoint <laughs> an exact date because, again, you got the holidays in the middle of all of this, which can uh, just shipping a book the wrong time in December can add two extra weeks. Well, I guess the good thing is, though, he has said March of 2020, right? And there I is did, plenty, there, and there is plenty of time to start from the very beginning with no work done and get it finished by then. So that's all. Well, you know, Tom, that's why I asked you that earlier. <laughs> what if you to get this thing done? You're you're saying as as an experienced publisher. If I started from zero, I could have that thing yeah. done by March. Yes, that's why I say it's not going to happen because we've had that same time frame yes. back for four and a half years. Another six you months, know? another I mean, six months, another six yeah, months, another yeah. six months until it adds up to four and a half years. That's for yeah. any product, that is a huge delay in a product being released. I mean, this is not Def Leppard in the recording studio, people. This is a Kiss book. It might be. It might. It might be. I don't know. <laughs> well, you, you know, uh, hey. But if, sir, sir, if but, it, if, but it, if it ends up at that, that quality, you know, that. hey, we've got mud on our face, and you know, we'll be the first ones to say he released a book that lived up to everything he said, and it was great, and you know, it was he he delivered. Right, right now. Tell me how, you know, this would be my homework question to our listeners. Tell me how you've got confidence in this right now. Legitimate, real confidence in a product being completed and delivered in the next six months. What historically has given you the confidence that it will happen? Because I don't. I'm not going to the point where Tom is saying no. I don't think it's going to happen. But I got a. I don't have much confidence at this point because it's been rinse and repeat, the same thing, year, 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 year. There's been no change in what's happened, and that's not a good sign. And 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 like you, Mark, I don't think he set out to do this deliberately. No, no, no malicious attempt. No, no desire to raise the money and just run away with the money. None. Of, I don't think that at all. I think it's just like we've said. He got in over his head. He doesn't have business experience. He doesn't have budgeting experience at this level. Um, he doesn't have project management experience. He doesn't have 
design experience himself, uh, you know, it all adds up to over his head. You know, does he have experience negotiating licenses, license of photos? Does he have experience negotiating a product license with KISS? All of that just can add and add, and you're so over your head. But we've seen firsthand, both through uh, you know today's guest and and with Nicholas, you know, they got it done. You know what I mean? It can be done. But but you don't promise a release date until you know the book is finished. Oh, I, I, that's the that's the whole reason. You know, we're not asking Ross a Herculean task. You know what I mean? Because. We've had people on who have done this. We have somebody on now who's done this multiple times. Why? That, that, that's the whole thing that boggles my mind with this thing. Like I, I touched on a second ago, what Tom said. If Tom had to tomorrow go, you know what? I'm going to get this thing out by the end of fucking March. He could do it. So in other words, it's yeah. possible. It's that's the part that's so mind-boggling that over four years later, we have 12 pages. And that's the part that, for me, gets me frustrated when I see things that I'm like, you know, I, I want to support that. I want to support, you know, a, a cool Kiss book. And But you start getting uh, – you start the, – the, the further I dug into it, the uh, more gray everything got. And, uh, again, that's the reason for today's discussion. So – I guess you guys can do with it as you will, and we certainly want to hear from everybody. You know, what do you think? I, do you think we're being mean? Because that certainly wasn't the, um, you know, uh, the reason we did this. We don't want to be mean to anybody, but we also, you know, I, I guess to, to a small uh, a small part, I know I wanted to explain three sides. Going, you know, we all we did was tell people don't send any money because I've I've read so many fucking crazy things that we supposedly said that didn't happen, and you know, and we that that we're we're basically out to destroy Ross and his yeah, book, yeah. and that was our goal uh, all along. Yeah, it's like correct, and no. you know, I, I saw people like, oh, he's gonna you know shove it in your faces. I'm like, dude, all we said was don't send your money. It's not gonna be out within the next six months. Guess what? Um, spoiler alert, we were right. Yeah. Four and a half years later, we were right. And now we're, at least I hope I've, I've, you know, trying to explain, we do want this to come out. We, But it's hard, It's getting hard to support. It's getting hard to look on the positive. So I think after he watches this, if he pays attention to it, or the fans who ordered the book pay attention to it, hopefully this lights a fire. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's going to be a whole lot of uh, upset people. And uh, like you said, Mike, I hope he's got better than an entertainment lawyer. <laughs> you know, better than a real estate lawyer. Oh, real. That's it. Uh, real estate lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tom, uh, while you're here, anything you want to plug? You know what? I think I'm going to avoid it on this one. Just, okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. But I, I think we'd let this stand on its this own. This stand on its own. If that's all right. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's a hundred percent fine. I mean, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, we're about supporting um, Kiss fans and Kiss projects, and we just, you know, at the end of the day, three sides of the coin, as Mark said, we're just a bunch of fans, and we're going to talk about and support things that we love that we think are cool. We have no obligation 
to support everything that happens in the Kiss world. Mm. We've been and we've been told that by some people. It's, you know, it's your responsibility <laughs> to inform everybody of everything, and it's like, no, it's not. We're here to talk about what excites us, what's going on, and our opinion on things in the Kiss world. Um, so you know, we we love Kiss products. Especially cool kiss products. Magic Look, sounds like watch this next week and go. Guess what? A holes. It's already to the printer. I, I should have it. Uh, in please two weeks. again. Yeah. yeah, do it. Make us look like fools for saying everything we just said for the last I don't know almost two hours here. That would be great because guess what? That means a thousand customers are going to get what they paid for. Amen. Awesome. Amen. Great. And that means when that book is printed and sitting in a warehouse somewhere, we can actually order it now that it's done and get a copy. Yeah, you're going to have my money as soon as it's done. But there's there's the caveat, as soon as it's done. Tom, thank you for joining us. Hey, guys, appreciate you having me on. Fascinating analysis that we just did there. <laughs> No one analysis is enough as well as we do. We no, you know, I think we were pretty clear in what we said here, and we're not we're we're not trying to destroy anything. It's just a lot of open questions that we would love to see answered, and I know a lot of fans who have made purchases would love to see answered. Um, homework, you know, what do you think about this whole situation? Have you been following it? Are you? Did you buy into it? Um, what do you think about? the four-and-a-half-year storyline here of the Magic Book. I love, you know, are we completely off base? Because I don't think we are. I mean, it's just, it's it's legit questions that I think any customer of any product would have. For sure. So head over to Facebook.com slash Three Sides of the Coin, our website, YouTube, Spreaker, Instagram, Twitter, wherever it is, leave your answers. This is a good discussion. Let's talk about this. What do you think happened here? What can be done to make it better? Do you think it's going to eventually come out? Let us know what you think. And, of course, if you're watching on iTunes, give us a review and a rating. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit that little red subscribe button in the lower right corner so you never miss another episode. And that's it. Three sides of the coin. We'll see you next week. Ooh. the show go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of three sides of the coin thanks download your free free copy of the kiss school of marketing 11 lessons i learned working with kiss the number one downloaded business book on noise trade go to books.noisetrade.com slash michael brandvold you're listening to Three Sides of the Coin.
so you love the show. Go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks.